Yeah, we thank you right now. Yeah, yeah. we 
one fillings up from the sole of our feet to the crowns of our head. Father God, we don't know all the right words to say. We don't know how to put it together. But Father God, we are yours and you are ours. And we thank you that for that. We thank you that you accepted us into your family, that you allowed your son to come and die for us. Even when we did not love you, you loved us first. And we thank you for that. We're not ignorant to the device of the devil. He wants to make us think, oh, Father God, that you have forgotten us. But we know, oh, Father God, just because you have not answered us doesn't mean you have denied us. Because you have not answered us, Father God, if you have us on hold, the blessing is not delayed, denied, but it's just delayed. We just ask, oh, Father God, that you continue to work on our behalf. And while you're working, oh, Father God, we ask, oh, Father, that you have mercy upon us. Look beyond our faults and meet us at our knees. Father God, we fall short on every account, Father God, but it's not our desire. We are weak and you are strong. Father God, we need you to hold us within your hand. Father God, right now, somebody needs for one thing and somebody needs for another. But Father God, I would just say a few of these things. Someone's body's racking with pain. And you know it, Father God. In your word, you said by your stripes, we are healed. So right now, in the name of Jesus, be the ball of Gilead as you say you are. Father God, right now, it's more medicine in the hem of your garment than any pharmacy can dispense. So we ask you, Father God, that you heal that infrared, infirm body right now. Father God, that mind that's, that's not right, Father, heal it right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, right now, go to the sick room where someone might be. We ask you, Father God, and just go in that room and take control of the situation. Control the doctor's decisions and their actions and the nurses' administration or whatever they have to do. Father God, watch over your children. We need you, Father God. Father God, right now, some of you are way made out of nowhere. They've been struggling, stressing and striving right now. Of perplexities of this life, wondering how they're going to make it to the next yeah. day. Yeah. But Father God, they came into your worship this morning anyhow. Because they know that you're more than able to deliver us and make a way out of no way. So we ask, so Father God, that you be Jehovah child. Right now, be the Lord our provider. Father God, right now, I heard someone say that you got cattle on a thousand hills. And that in your house are many mansions. And if it was not so, you would have told us so. So that's why, Father God, we ask you just enlarge our territory. Why not coast right now? Turn the circumstance and situation right now. Make men give unto the bosoms of your people, Father God. Let them build our property and houses that we do not have to work on. Father God, bring us into that which you have purpose us to be. And Father God, while you're doing it, fix our minds so we do the right thing and act the right way so we don't mess up our blessing. We thank you, oh Father God. Yes. Father God, many of us, all of us, we wrestle against, not against flesh and blood. We are in a fight because we're soldiers in the army of the Lord. If there ain't one thing, oh Father God, it's another right now. Satan is growing, seeking who we may devour in these last and evil days. And you said, even may the make that elect of God may even be the seed. Father God, don't let us be in that bunch. And fight our battles for us. Be a strong tower for us. Be our shield and our buckler right now. Father God, we know that the battle is not ours, but oh God, we ask you to enter into the fight for us. Stand it. We don't ask you to let us move us from it, because we want to learn the lesson that you have for us. But Father God, stay in the fight with us. If you do these few simple things, oh God, we be careful, oh God. Thank you all. Yes. Yeah.
someone that's sick and tired of being sick and tired and feel like throwing in a towel, I ask, oh, Father God, that you reach me on the break right now and help them, oh, Father God, to know that you are there, that you will never leave us or forsake us. If someone feels like taking their life under the sound of my voice, Father God, I ask you to remove the spirit of depression, the spirit of suicide right now in the name of Jesus and make a way out of no way. Give us joy unspeakable. Give us clapping back in our hands and dancing back in our feet, Father God. Give us a praise in the middle of our circumstance and situation. Father God, if I did not say something, if I said, didn't say something I should have said, Father God, we ask that you allow your Holy Spirit to make intercessions for us and other utterance that we don't know how to utter. Because you know what we need when we need. Have your way in New Jerusalem. Continue to bless us, Lord Jesus. Lodge our territory. Whatever was accomplished in this life that you set up for us, we'll be careful to give you all the praise and the glory. All the praise and the glory. And all the love the Lord said. Amen. 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 Come on, y'all. Put your hands in it. God's hands on the praise. In the hands of these apostles.
Can't get them to church. Get them to church. Say we got food. They'll come to church then. Because we know how to throw down here on family and friends day with some food up here, Dr. Jenkins. Oh, yeah, we eat real good. That's right. But we also have a good time in the Lord. Amen. It's a good time in the Lord. We're going to have the tent set up outside. We're going to be able to eat. This is going to be the first time we're going to do since uh, COVID, right? Amen. I'm looking forward to that, y'all. Y'all don't have to run home and take your plate. No, y'all can sit right here and eat them after coming and bother y'all while y'all eat. Amen. It's, it's a beautiful time, Brother Thomas. It's a beautiful time. Amen, right? Y'all can sit down together. we in the open air. We'll be fine out there. Looking forward to it. <clears throat> Continue to say prayer for Pastor. Pastor, got to take that trip for the Anderson family as Nicola and Cousin gets married this weekend coming up. Pastor will be there to take care of that. Amen. Perform the, the ceremony of marriage, Deacon Furlow. Yes, Amen. sir. Amen. I'm happy to do it. Yes, Amen. sir. And in the meantime, Pastor, Lady James will be able to lay himself down and get some sleep. Amen. Amen. I'm going to take advantage of that, too. I took myself off from work. I'm looking forward to taking the ride to Naples. Amen. And I'll have well and able, capable people here handling the Lord's work while I'm gone. Amen. 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 I thank God for He is blessing New Jerusalem right now. Amen. 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 You can see that. We welcome all our new members. God has affected church growth and added to the congregation. We got Sister Belinda Johnson, Deacon Lee Ron Cook, Deacon Leon Johnson, Brother Philip Houston Jr., Sister Barbara Gilbert, Reverend Roy Jean Cook, Brother Robert Spencer, Dr. Frank Jenkins Sr., Lady. Felicia Jenkins, we got Brother Cornelius Presley Jr. All joined, have joined the ministry. God is enlarging our territory. We ought to thank God for it. Amen. Amen. And not only are he just them, they not just come and join and sit down, they come and join and go to work. And we have that prayer going for a long time, Reverend Lyles and Sister Furlow. But don't just send us bodies, send us disciples. People that's really to the harvest is, is, is plenty, but the workers are few. And they're sending workers into the vineyard. And that's a blessing. That's, that's that's I'm humbled by it. That's nothing to do with me. God, the sheep have sheep, and God is just enlarging the territory. Amen? I thank God for that. I think I've covered everything. So I'm going to sit down and let Sister Philia Morrison and Sister Angela Brown, we're going to take this moment right here and we're going to celebrate our mothers for a little bit. Amen? to help other mothers teaching them how to take care of their children. 
And isn't that what we're all about? It takes a village to raise a child. So we all have continued the tradition. And in 1914, it became a legal holiday. Yes, yes. I can talk loud. Yeah, I'm good. Y'all can hear me. Everybody can hear me. Yes, in 1914, Mother's Day became a legal holiday. So today we are just happy to acknowledge and honor all mothers. You may not be a biological mother, but if you are a woman, you have played a role in some Amen. child's life. As I said earlier, uh, it takes a village to raise a child. And I do remember growing up, and um, there was a lady, well, all the women down the street took care of my mother's children. And they reported everything we did or what we did not do. And unfortunately, we've gotten away from that, but I think it's time to come back together. Remember, we are a village, and we are to come together and raise our children to be godly men and women. So we're just going to take this time to um, remember and honor all mothers. So I'm going to turn this portion into the hands of Sister uh, Angela, who's coming with our Sunday school youth and their mothers, and I'll be back with you. Good morning, and happy Mother's Day once again. Uh, and Sister Marcin has so eloquently put that, it's like you didn't necessarily have to be a biological mother, but there may have been people who observe you, or children who observed you, your mannerisms, what you did in life, how you treated them, how you loved on them. So I thank God for everyone, every woman, that has the potential to be a mother to someone. And I just want to input this a little bit. I'm so grateful to have my mother who is alive, 87 years. She's not here in the congregation, but my mom is 87 years old, and I think she's got a lot more energy than I have. And so I'm so grateful to that God has blessed me. What I wanted to do, and I've spoken to some of the children already, so if I talk to you, Y'all come to the front. Come to the front. I didn't get to speak to you,
And although I don't see uh, CJ, we just want to say thank you. Um, I, I haven't taken care of you, but I thank God for you for the short period of time I met you. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a couple of mothers that I want to call, and I want to ask you to come up, please. Um, Sister Rock. Coming today. Yeah, it is not here, so I'm 
Pastor, the other one I wanted to tell you, we also have one from Grandma, Mother Clark. Okay. So that's from um, New Jerusalem, and I'm going to give it to Warren to keep Grandma. She's watching, all the way from Georgia. All right.
and in homegoing services, they have a flashback of what they did not do. I put them in. But I always see the people, of course, look at the person that's sitting real calm. They did all they can do while that person was right there. It's important to tell people how you appreciate them while they get, while they know it. You don't always have to give them something. Just let them know you appreciate it. Amen? Amen. You never know. You never, never know. Amen? Amen. I thank God in the news from God bless the news that we're in a position to do what we just did. Amen? Amen. I know with this one, not many of us in here, Dr. James, but God has blessed this ministry. And guess what? The Bible says, bring all the tithes in the storehouse so they be meat in my house. We can go to eat meat, y'all. Us is. Thank God for each and every one of you that participated. Thank God for ensuring you did a fine job with that. Amen. Amen. Let's see if you read an offer cup. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay, it's offering time. Praise the Lord. The Bible said, bring your time to store us with me and my house. And you can be child of God. And see that will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you cannot receive. Amen. 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 We thank God. Okay, we know that we're always sitting in the church, but I want you to be looking for it. just to come very shortly. We got a tie box that we're going to be pulling out, and we're going to be asking you to get up and walk yourself down in that box so you can get involved in the service. Amen? Amen. 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 Say amen. Amen. And then you let the deacon stand in that box, and we're just going to just walk it over. I know it's big. You don't have to come around with an offering time. Amen. You can become active and wake yourself up while you come and give to the Lord joyfully. Amen. Also coming in the very near future also, you don't have to worry about giving someone giving you a program. But be looking because outside the door there, they'll post the programs there at the door. You won't need anybody to give you a program either. You just look for that program spot. We'll let you know when that comes. And you just grab that program and come on into the service. Amen. 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 God is in the blessing business and we ought to thank you for that. Amen. Okay, let us bless this offering in advance, y'all. Well, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you right now for all things great and small. We thank you for this opportunity to serve us, oh Heavenly Father, that you've given us and set aside that we can give back to you that you blessed us with. Father God, we know this is a blessing and giving to you. We know we can't beat you giving. You know each and every one of our circumstances, situation, our financial situation. But Father God, we are your people, and we're going to call those things that are not as they are. And we're going to be obedient to you because we know, Father God, you can make a way out of no way. We know that you can pour out the blessing from heaven that we cannot receive. And you always also will rebuke the devour for our sake. So we thank you for that, O Heavenly Father. So right now, Father, that's your people did. Bless this offering. It's going to be used for the betterment and upbuilding of your kingdom. And when given days are over, Father, send us a place anywhere in your kingdom. will be all right with us. And all the love of the Lord say, Amen.
blessed and a mother to uh, bring the word of God to us this morning. Amen? Amen. 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 It's not that a man can't preach a mother's day. I know many pastors do. But I never been born. I never bore any children. Uh, um, I never bore any. So I figure coming, that's like action. That's like me telling a drug addict about drugs. But I never was a drug addict. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it just, it just makes sense that God, the Spirit of God can move more freely in, in, the, in the, the person that's in that area. And I know she'll do a fine job. Amen? Yeah. She'll do a fine job. So as the choir gives us this, this Holy Ghost rendition or whatever they're going to do, the next voice you'll hear, uh, and that's Reverend Cynthia Lyles. Hear ye her. Jesus, Jesus, 
here right now. Amen. God is good all the time. I get teared up a little bit on Mother's Days and my grandson under the leadership of Sister Angela almost caused me to miss my spot because I was just going to just weep it out. Just weep it out. Amen. Thank God for the appreciation of all the mothers today and you deserve every bit of it. You deserve every bit of the honor. Amen. It's all due to you. Amen. I would like to give respect, first of all, to the Holy Spirit and then to our pastor, Pastor Clark and Dr. Jenkins here with us on the podium. Amen. Sister Marson. Amen. To everything around here. Amen to Lady Jenkins, our deacons and deaconess. Amen. And all of you in your wonderful places. And also for the few of you that don't know, it's just a few of you. I'd like to thank God for my baby boy. He's here with us. Amen. Amen. At any time I say that I'm going to minister a word for the Lord, the baby boy said, I'm coming. Amen. I don't say, can you come? Because he's busy, but, I, but he says, I'm coming. And I don't take that lightly. I thank God for that. Amen. Amen. The, the scripture says that your children will grow up and call you blessed. Right. That's why it's important as mothers for us to do our job and do it well. Yes. I'm not saying we're flawless, but with everything we got, we need to do our job for the Lord. Right. Amen. Yes. We're on assignment. Yes. Mothers, we're on an assignment. Yes. Amen. We have to lead our children to the Lord. And it's always good when we have our men to help us. But in some cases, we don't have the men to help us. So we have to do double duty. And it's all right because we have the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Amen. That helps us. Bears our infirmities. But we don't know what to say. And groan and we make our requests known unto Him. Amen. While you're still standing, I thank God for you standing. I want you to turn with me in your Bible. I'm only going to read two verses of Scripture at this time. And the verses of Scripture will be coming from Luke the second chapter and I am going to read only two verses and I pray the Holy Spirit will do what for you what he's done for me as I read these scriptures Luke chapter 2 verses 18 and 19 two verses of scripture verses 18 and 19 and I know you're probably there by now and all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherd. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Let me read that one more time. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. If I was to place a title on this message today, my message is called A Mother's Heart. Bow your heads with me as we go to the Lord, the work, the Lord in prayer. Father, we stand in your presence, dependent on you. Father, as I stand before your people today, 
May I, God, speak not of myself, but may I speak as an oracle of God. Give me words, God, that will encourage your people. Words that will lift them up and not pull them down. I surrender myself to you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You may be seated. It's been a long, long time since I read this one verse of scripture. And I always wondered, what was Mary pondering? I wondered, what was her thought process? And what was going through her mind? So I went through a search of the scriptures and looked up different translations and tried to get a handle on this one word, pondering. And Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the question I asked, what things? What is she pondering? Before I go any further, let me explain to you the word pondering. When a person is pondering, they are reflecting. They are reviewing. They are considering. They are studying, researching, or they are meditating. If Mary is pondering, Mary, you're the mother of Jesus. What are you thinking about? That was my first thought. And then I went back and I read the 18th verse. And the 18th verse says, All they that heard it marveled or wondered. So here we have two different groups of people looking at the same scenario or the same situation. One is wondering and the other is pondering. So I said, God, what is this? Let me explain wondering. When somebody wonder, they're just curious. So all they that heard the story of the birth of Jesus, they were just curious. I guess they called their neighbor and said, you heard what happened? 
married. But before the marriage could happen, God interrupted. He interrupted Mary's plans. Mary was going to marry her love, her sweetheart. Mary was going to walk down the aisles as a pure virgin. Mary was determined to be what God expects her to be. But one day a knock came on the door. It wasn't her mother. It wasn't her father. It wasn't the priest. But an angel appeared unto Mary. Now you understand it now why she must be wondering. An angel appeared unto her and said to her, You are highly favored. Now, I don't know about you, but an angel telling me a virgin that I'm going to have a baby is not likely I feel favor. In fact, all the tweets on Twitter is going to be talking about me. Everybody on Facebook is going to be Facebooking about me. So this does not look like a good situation to be in. I am now the talk of the town. I am now the person who they're looking at. And I, I'm going to say this right now. I don't care how much Mary said the angel came. You know some of us. Child, she can tell that to somebody else. You know how we are. Child, you know, I know. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. After all, no virgins have ever conceived before. Mary is going to be the first of her kind. Let me say this to you. And this goes to any one of you. That God has interrupted your life. When God interrupts your life, he's on a divine assignment. You know, when God wanted to send John the Baptist, he interrupted the dead womb of Elizabeth because she was barren. When God wanted to send Samuel, he interrupted the dead womb of Hannah and he sent him. When God wants to do something special in your life, he interrupts your plans. I'm going to say that again. When God wants to do something in your life, he interrupts your plans. You may feel like the interruption may be your spouse passed away. Interruption. Maybe your job folded. Interruption. Maybe your children are going crazy. Interruption. And maybe your young daughter got pregnant. Interruption. Let me say this to you. Every interruption is not bad. Can I say that again? Every interruption is not bad. What other way to get to your attention than getting in the middle of your stuff and messing it up? God interrupted Mary's 
So Mary had a lot to think about. Now, I'm going back to the other folks who were wondering. The other folks wondering were like people who see something and they have an aha moment. Oh man, that's good. And they go on about their business with life as usual. How many of you know? But when you are like Mary, and you're not just having an aha moment, you have time to consider what God is saying. Yes. The shepherds saw a baby being born. Mary saw a responsibility that she had. Mary did not just see a baby. Mary saw the divine anointed God gave her a job that she needs to do even though she's only a young girl. Yes. What has God asked you to do? People who wonder about things make decisions based on limited information. Uh -oh, let me say that again. People who just wonder about things make decisions on limited information. For example, they would say today, I'm going to serve God the rest of my life. And then tomorrow they forget that they said it. People that make decisions based on wondering make selfish decisions. I'm going to explain that. Here's, here's the deal. Here's a man that sees a 12-year-old girl in innocence and wonders what would it be like to be with her. The wonders leads that gentleman into relationship with a child. The wondering would say, oh, man, I, 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 just, I just need to fulfill the wondering that's going on in my head. If that same person would take wondering to pondering, I hope you get where I'm going with this. To pondering, they would not see the moment. But instead, they would meditate. They would revisit. They would consider the consequences for that action. How many decisions have you made based on a wonder? Uh-oh. How many decisions you made based on a wonder and not a ponder. See, when you're making on, on a wonder, you can just do anything and keep on going. But when you make it on a ponder, you consider the consequences to your actions. You consider how your actions is going to affect somebody else. You're considering what consequences or what effect would what you're doing affect the other person? For example, example again. We as mothers, like I said, have a responsibility. My action could break or make my children. Can I say that again? My actions could make or break my children. My words can lift them up, or my words can tear them down. My words can produce questions, or my words can produce hurt. 
why it's important to want to ponder and not to wander. Look at somebody over there and say, are you pondering or are you wandering? God has given us a mandate. And our mandate is to present Jesus Christ to the next generation. That's a ponder, not a wonder. That means if I drop the ball, my children could be lost. My children may do what I say, but my children will do what I do. I want you to think about this side of the Holy Spirit giving it to me. Think about what you're doing. Will What effect will your choices have on your children? What effect will your choices have on your grandchildren? When you wonder, you always think about you. It makes me feel good. It makes me look good. It just comes 
and it goes. Assignment is a mission to the next generation. The reason we're having such problems in our country is because we have fallen away from the morals and values that we were taught. It's going to take some pondering mothers for us to get back there and do what we used to do. I'm going to say this little story and I hope my, my son accepts it in love. When my son was a small little boy, he did something that was so cute. And if I was a wanderer, I would just giggle at it. But we went in the store, and he saw something he wanted. I don't know if it was this boy, because I got three boys. One of the boys. And he put it inside his little sock. Cute, huh? Well, that cute in his little sock. And you know what? He's so good at it, he got out the store. And nobody saw it. But oh, when they got home, I saw them playing with a toy that I did not buy. I cute. He got that out the store. I looked over there at that boy. I said, where you got that from? And they take it already. Uh, out the store. Out the store? Where did you get the money from? I, I was like, listen, listen, listen. The 20-something-year-old Bahamian woman in me went crazy. You see this car personality? Oh, it changed into a little monster, a little devil. I got me a little something in my head, and I whooped that boy like I was going crazy. I said, Even though Mary did not 
are you pondering? Yes. What decisions are you making so that you can assure that your children and your children's children and your children's children would walk according to the ways of God? Yeah. Let me tell you something. When I drop the ball, they drop the ball. Yeah. When I act ugly, they act ugly. They may not even see me. They know about it. If I am, if I am not real in my approach for Jesus Christ, those children know about it. They will call me out. You said that, but you're doing this. You tell us to do that, but you're doing that. We gotta be like Mary. Ponder in your heart. I don't need the I don't need the fashion or the fanfare. I need a reality to pass on to the next generation. In fact, let me tell you something else. These kids are smart these days. I used to take whatever my grandma say, and that was it. And I want woman enough to say, Mom, what you said? She said, I said, but I said you to sit down. And I know I sat down. These kids gonna go on the internet. My mama say da 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 da. YouTube. My mama say da 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 da. Instagram. My mama said da 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 da. And they gonna figure it out. Amen. So what? What my my word has to be my word. My actions has to be real. And this can this makes it makes you know that you cannot just wonder. You need to ponder. Yes. The decisions that you make should be based on facts. Yes. The decisions that you make should be geared towards the next generation. If the decision you make only makes you happy, yes. only makes you happy, you need to change the way you're thinking. Yes. Or your thinking is too small. We gotta think for the next generation. I'm thinking about my great-grandchildren right now. I've barely got one grandkid, but I'm thinking about the next generation. When Tyler tells his children about his grandma, I want to leave such an impression of faith on Tyler that Tyler said, I don't even understand this stuff, but this is what my grandmama believed. This is what she said. Mama always prayed. Mama always asked God's permission in everything she did. And then after I passed it on to my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, and I'm going home to be with the Lord, I want my great-grandchildren to pass it on to their children. I want them to say there's a truth, there's a living, and there's a real God.
My conclusion, Mary's heart was filled with the purpose of God, the plan of God and the divine will of God. She said, be unto me according to, according to your word. I want to add this in right here. I feel so strong. I think about Jesus, my Savior and my Lord. I think about it in the garden of Gethsemane. Jenkins affects CJ 
and CJ's children and his children and children's children. Can you see the bigger picture today? It's bigger than us. It's bigger than you and your poor and no more. It's bigger than you doing what you're supposed to do. You are the link that connects these generations. You are a link that links Jesus Christ with the next generation that is to come.
that his spirit draws him. His spirit drew you here today. This is a real experience with a real God. And from this day forward, your life will never be the same. Start walking in his direction. He'll pick you up if you need picking up sometime. But walk towards him and watch him do what no one power can do. Father, I bring these your children before you. Right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you that you would cover them in your blood. Cleanse them, God, from every sin and every bit of unrighteousness. Let this be their moment. Let this day be a day that's written down in the history of their life. The day when the Spirit drew them and they came back or came to God. Holy Spirit, I thank you and I praise you. Now, God, go with these, your children. Guide them, lead them, guide them in the paths of your righteousness. Let us sit back and listen to the testimonies of what a great God can do. We thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. forget it from this point on. They never, they never will forget it. I, as pastor, I'm going to accept you as candidates for baptism. Keep coming to Sunday school. You, you, Each of you are in families that know the Lord. Okay? You can ask any question about the Lord. You can call. Y'all know y'all can call Reverend Loud. Y'all know y'all she is reachable. Okay? Just ask her because there's a lot of stuff out there. A, I want to let you know there's a lot of gods out there. And you're going you to find them as you go to school, as you get on the internet and you read. There ain't but one God that works. Yeah. That's why you hear that in your, in your families, your mothers, your grandmother will tell you about that. Okay? Granddaddy will tell you about it. There ain't but one God that works. will tell you the one. There ain't but one that works that up. Okay? Don't worry about it. You, you, you don't have to be perfect, but you know the Lord now. That's the difference. The only difference between us in church and people out there is a Christian, they don't understand. We, you mess up. You don't got nobody to forgive you. We mess up, but we're forgiven. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And we got a power that's going to come in us to help us to do the right thing. Yeah. Amen? Accept yeah. candidates for baptism. I'll be getting rid of because I've already been talking to uh, uh, Dr. Tucker about this. And the next time he, is, uh, next time he uh, has baptism, the very next time, yeah. he's going to inform us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let, me, let me tell you something. See what's going on right here? This is not the time for nobody to move in church. Okay? Remember, y'all don't do that. Because the Spirit of the Lord is moving in here, pastor talking. I mean, we're, that's not the time for you to move. Stay put. It ain't that important. So, we will we will make sure that we, I'm talking to Dr. Tucker, we're not going to let it go. Uh, Sister Lambert, I know that. 
you guys are dudes. She's also, she already said that she hasn't been baptized yet. Uh, your daughter or granddaughter, I think she, she yeah, you, she's, yeah. Yeah, she, she's, she's also do. I remember we did the baptism. We go. She don't, she, she moved away now? Yeah, okay, okay, no problem. God bless you. I, just, I know I remembered it. Okay, so, but we gonna get make sure it gets done. Get, all you just keep coming to Sunday school, okay? And and the laws and the teachers got to sign. But make sure you don't you stay focused and know what God has to do. All right? Yeah. It's gonna be all right now, right? Yeah. Amen. 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 Also, because you're ready to sit now, that you look on one thing I added is once you have accepted the Lord as your Savior. Say we don't get to baptize you before the first Sunday come. Okay, you accept the Lord as your personal Savior now. That's all it takes now to take a part of the community. Yeah. Because you know the Lord now. And you accept him as your Savior. Okay, baptism don't... That baptism is what we do to, to show our outward uh, expression of what we believe in. But that the baptism will get you to heaven. You believe in it, God gets you there. All right. Okay? All right.
Now and forevermore. And let the church say amen. amen.